You're listening to the Gamer Feedback. What's going on gamers? Jersey Devil here, and today we're going to be discussing the unveiling of the Nintendo Switch. We are very excited to be back in our new headquarters. Uh, we were gone for quite some time during the summer, uh, but we have uh, relocated to a new undisclosed location to bring you all kinds of news in the video game industry and in the video game world. Uh, so I'm sure everybody's seen the trailer by now. It's been out for about you know five, six hours, and today in social media that's enough to warrant over 7 million views already. But uh, Nintendo has released the uh, preview trailer for the Nintendo Switch. Now, this is going to be a new console idea for Nintendo. And as everybody has probably seen in the trailer itself, and for those of you who haven't, just Google search it. Not hard to find. Um, the trailer starts off with the guy playing you know, a Nintendo console, the new Switch in his apartment. He's playing the new Breath of the Wild Legend of Zelda game, which I am really excited to get my hands on, by the way. Uh, and his dog needs to go out. Oh, common problem, right? Guess you're going to have to pause. No, sir, because with the Nintendo Switch, you'll be able to attach your gamepad controller. The actual two sides of it slide off, and you can reattach it to the console itself and pull it out to reveal a display screen so you can play it on the go. Now, it's similar to that of the Wii U gamepad when you put the controllers to the sides of it, but what makes apparently this console so much more advanced is that you could take it anywhere. Anywhere. They show you, you know, people playing with it on road trips, uh, on an airline flight, you know, all that other kinds of stuff. And, and that really is a very cool and awesome thing I think that Nintendo is coming out with and trying to do. Um, the trailer then goes on to highlight other such aspects like eSports, which I'm also very excited that Nintendo is, you know, um, embracing because it's it's such a huge scene nowadays with games like League of Legends and Counter-Strike Go and, you know, all these other tournaments that make a lot of money. Nintendo can come out with their own series. They already have two pretty good franchises for an eSport uh, in the form of, of course, Super Smash Brothers, but also Splatoon for the Wii U, which came out, and that was also very eSport friendly. So I think we could start to see that as well. Um, the trailer does kind of hint at a new Mario game, a new Mario Kart game. Uh, the new Legend of Zelda game is in focus, of course, as well. Uh, and uh, I, I think that those are all really awesome steps, especially with a hybrid system uh, that allows you to take it to, you know, to go on the road and stuff like that. So that could be very cool uh, when it comes to having new games and stuff out so you don't have to, you know, the, the common mis issue that I always had with mobile games versus console games, you know, when console games would come out, they would have a mobile version, but it was vastly inferior to that of the console version. You know, you've seen it with Modern Warfare games and, you know, things like that where it, it, Metal Gear games, it, unless they have some kind of a feature or, you know, mechanic that makes it different from the rest of the games of that particular series, it's not really worth playing on the mobile because it's just not as good of a system. Um, I want to make a couple of notes about the trailer that kind of interested me. Uh, first is, um, aside from the obvious of console gaming with mobile capabilities and you can play it wherever and things like that, um, I really enjoyed uh, and thought it was interesting, rather, that they highlighted the eSports, the e as I mentioned. But also that, you know, during the trailer, there weren't many kids, like children kids. And 
that's something that Nintendo usually puts at the forefront of their advertising. They usually gear it towards the kids. Uh, the Wii, the Wii U was something, you know, their, their whole motto was we would like to play. And it showed families together around, you know, a living room playing games and stuff like that. So I think it's very interesting to note that there weren't many children featured at all uh, in the trailer itself. The other thing that um, I think is rather interesting uh, with the whole combination of things is the multiplayer feature during the trailer. You're allowed and you can connect, uh, I guess, through either radio frequency, maybe Wi-Fi, I'm not quite sure. But uh, it seems that you can combine multiple uh, switches to have, you know, several players, like a travel-on-the-go land party sort of thing. And, and that that could be very awesome uh, when it comes out with a lot of multiplayer games, especially games like Splatoon and stuff like that. I think that could be really neat, especially if Nintendo and this new console decides to delve into the uh, MMO world like Final Fantasy XIV or Realm Reborn uh, went to consoles. And while granted, MMOs usually require a lot more key inputs and stuff, uh, I think that Final Fantasy XIV is a good example of a game that can use um, you know, a lot of hotkeys and stuff with, depending on the right user interface, could be very successful. Uh, so I think that's interesting to note there. Now... After the trailer has been played, I've been looking on Reddit and YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and all the social media sites looking at what people are saying. And, of course, the prevalent, overwhelming reception so far is the initial hype train. Shut up. Take my money. Take all my money. Pay me. I'll pay it now. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to be that guy. And uh, I, I decided to come up with a list of things. Granted, a lot of pros to, to amplify the hype, but I also came up with quite a bit of cons not cons really because we don't know specifically what it can do we don't have enough information on this new console just yet for me to really sit down and say okay here's my wallet take everything um, but there's questions at the very least that i want to see addressed me personally before i decide if i want to sit down and you know pre-order or buy the console I, i've pre-ordered the wii i pre-ordered the wii u uh, i've been pre-ordering nintendo consoles since super nes so it's something that's been going on since you know the day and the dawn of time with nintendo i'm a very big nintendo fanboy anybody who knows me understands that um, but there are some questions and concerns i have about this console before i decide and before you should honestly decide if you want to spend your money on a pre-order at least uh, or if you want to just wait until the actual reviews come out so i'll go over the, all the hype you know all the pros obviously the versatility of this console, if it is as it is presented, will be unprecedented. It is outstanding the amount of things you could possibly do with it. Um, you know, you could take it to go when you go to conventions, when you go out on out of, out of town, you know, things like that. I love that ability. I love the ability to connect to other um, switches, apparently, and do a big multiplayer thing. Um, I like that you know, when you come out with a brand new main title, I can take it on the go because we are at that point where HD, you know, 1080p can be possible. The full high definition can be possible on regular screens of that size now. So that's really cool. Uh, it would be great for things like road trips and, you know, when you're out in the air or even long road trips for kids, which is what amazed me with the trailer like they didn't show that that's a clear plus to me i don't even have kids and i know that if i did i would have them on switches so they can sit down play and be to themselves while i just drive down the road a happy camper you know that would be really cool uh, so i think that would be an awesome feature to have and then the other uh, couple things i wanted to make note 
Uh, I liked the multiple options for controllers. Now in the trailer, they showed that you can have two players on one switch, but those controllers looked really tiny. Like you're only using half of a controller. It would be like using just the nunchuck of the Wii uh, or the just the Wii motes. You know, it just seems kind of tiny for those with larger hands and things. So that could be a problem. But I do like that you can use the old uh, standard of the Wii nunchuck and controller to just kind of dangle your arms down and just play however without having to, you know, hold it up or anything. So that's a good arm resting while also getting your game time in. Uh, and of course, they're going to have a pro controller version, which is also nice to have because that's just very more, much more traditional and something that can appeal to anybody who plays any kind of game. So I, I think that's a neat little uh, add-on to that. Uh, the other thing I want to point out is all the third-party support. Now, I'm a little hesitant with the third-party stuff right off the bat because when the Wii U came out, it had third-party support as well. Uh, you had things like, you know, Skyrim, or not Skyrim, uh, Black Ops 2, I remember. Um, you know, and those kind of big AAA titles making its way over to the Wii U. But now with the... Um, switch you know they're advertising skyrim and everybody is saying oh that's great you know that's awesome totally gr awesome you know just mind-blowing that the, all these studios are committing to the you know thing and i think a main reason for that is there doesn't appear to be any kind of major gimmicks with the actual console software itself or the hardware rather that you know developers would have to make a completely different game for you know with the wii u you had the motion controls you had the gamepad and things like that uh, so I, I felt that, you know, a lot of developers kind of said, well, why would we spend the money for that when we're making money hand over fist on this separately? We don't need to worry about that. So that could be a main reason why um, it went in that kind of a direction and people just pulled their support of the Wii U. With the Switch, if they keep it as a basic console without any kind of fancy, you know, bells or whistles with the games themselves... I think that that can shore up third-party support and keep it going for a while, and that would be something I would desperately want Nintendo, Nintendo to see and embrace. Um, so this kind of segues me perfectly into my cons and questions and concerns that I have for the system, and that's the continued third-party support. People are saying, oh, wow, Skyrim, yeah, sign me up. I'm not as thrilled about it as everybody else seems to be because, you know, how many times are you going to buy Skyrim, honestly? Uh, the first thing with Skyrim, it's a five-year-old game. It has been out for almost half a decade now. Um, you know, granted, it's a huge game. Expansive, wonderful, you know, game. And obviously, one of the legendary titles, because it's survived the test of time, obviously. But a big reason for that is also mods. And I don't think the Switch is going to be very mod-friendly at all. So, you know, I, I don't see you being able to super mod Skyrim as if you were to play it on, like, say, the PC, things like that. So it would need to be and have that third-party support, but also for brand-new releases as well. It needs to have that uh, kind of thing. If it can do that, then it is already well on its way for dwarfing the other consoles. Well, granted, I completely get that the Switch won't have the super pretty graphical capabilities as the PlayStation 4 or the Xbox One. Um, it should still be able to crank out enough graphical ability, at least for me, where I would still, you know have that ability i would more enjoy the convenience of taking my games on the go especially if they're brand new titles and things than having to deal with um you know the uh just having to play only at home when you know i can't really be at home all the time um speaking of being able to take it on the go 
two things I noticed in the trailer. One, uh, I noticed that the frame rate in the portable version of the Switch, especially during Breath of the Wild, was kind of choppy. And that that raises a large red flag for me because if I'm going to take this thing on the go and it's going to lose power because you know or capability um, because it can't handle it, that's going to really set it back, I think. And I think that could be one of the major flaws that they're really going to need to focus on before they release this thing to the public. So you got to make sure that it is up to snuff and can run at least a decent frame rate and not look as horribly choppy. I'm not going to be one of those prudes that say you need to run at 60 frames per second constantly all the time, but you know it looked really noticeable in the trailer, and I hope that's something they improve upon later. And then the other thing I noticed was that they went to a cartridge format, just like with the 3DS. That's an interesting route to take, but I also enjoy that we've come to also with the technological advances of today, have the ability to make those cartridges store as much data as necessary to be able to play big, massive titles onto it. So I'm kind of on the fence with it, but at the same time, I think Nintendo realizes it and they're going to make those adjustments and, and, and fix that gameplay feature and uh, or issues uh, so that when they launch, it's a good, ready-to-go, decent frame rate. Um, the big question everybody's asking about, battery life. How long am I going to be able to play this thing? You know, a lot of people point to, you know, game, things like the, the Pro Wireless controller and how it has, like, 50 hours of gameplay. That's great, but that's a controller, and it's not, you know, a full screen. It's not going to have the energy demands that this system will likely have. Uh, I know my Wii U gamepad can run roughly three hours before I get the red light. Uh, on my 3DS, which was a Generation 1 launch day 3DS game a console, uh, it still runs wonderfully, but... Even at you know a one screen brightness setting, I can still get maybe five hours in before the red light comes on, which is good enough in most cases for the day, sure. But if I'm going to be gone for several days and things like that, it, it has to have a really big battery life uh, and at least an ability to charge it without having to be docked on the actual console itself because otherwise that kind of defeats the purpose of having the thing. You know, If I'm going to be gone for several days, say on a business trip or something like that, uh, or a convention, things of that nature, I'm not going to bring the whole console thing with me. I mean, I could. It's small enough, but again, it defeats the purpose of being able to just grab it and go. So the battery life, I'm hoping at least 20 hours. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, that's like kind of like a benchmark for me, at least, what I'm looking for for you know being able to play the thing. Um, another thing I'm interested about with this console is what kind of streaming capability they're going to have. Obviously, the eSport thing is in full swing, uh, they're embracing that, obviously, in their trailer, but w what about being able to stream that to Twitch TV and things like that? Are you going to be able to hook that up? Uh, is it only going to be when you have it hooked up to the console, you know, HDMI hookups and stuff like that? I'm interested to see how that really works out with this console because I didn't really see any kind of cables or ports or things, so I'm not quite sure uh, what kind of connect in connections they have, but it's something to keep an eye on for all you wary purchasers out there. Uh, as we get closer to the holidays, I'm sure they'll release a ton of more information about it, but something to watch for is uh, what kind of uh, streaming capabilities, if any, it might have, or do you need to go out and get a, you know, Elgato streaming card or something of that nature. Speaking of being able to go online, what are the online capabilities of this thing in the first place? Uh, you know, to play multiplayer, do you all have to be under a Wi-Fi network, or can you do it by, you know... Street Pass, that that kind of a technology. I'm interested uh, interested to see how that 
actually comes into play when you're playing online and things of that nature. Um, and just something for you to keep an eye on, too. Because, uh, you know, online gaming has become huge, and you know all the big, you know, like Battlefield and, uh, and those kind of big online combat-style games. You're going to want to be online for Rocket League and stuff of that nature. Um, so it's, you got to think to yourself, what is it going to be able to do? Am I going to have to always be connected to a Wi-Fi network, or is this going to be, um, or, or especially if I want to get online with buddies, you know, nearby and stuff of, like that. Um, another thing I want to point out is the durability of the console. Is it going to be, you know, because it looks like to me um, that you're going to be doing a lot of sliding and clicking in with the controllers. How durable is that thing going to last? Now, full disclosure, Nintendo probably has this material they make their consoles out of, Nintadium, which is like the strongest stuff in the universe. I still have my original Game Boy, 1989. That thing, I can pick it right up play it it still runs the thing still works all the buttons still work that it's unreal what nintendo puts into the durability of their console so i think they're definitely going to make sure it's durable um, but it's just something to keep in mind when you first get it especially if your kids get a hold of it um, a more current example is the nintendo wii u gamepad you know i had a niece and nephew they were both like four or five years old and they played on the Wii pads, and they did the, some things that I thought would have shattered a human femur. But you know what? Those things still hold up, and they're still tough. So I'm not thinking that's going to be a problem, but it's still a question that needs to be asked because there's a lot of actual hard-moving parts with this console. Also, um, I don't know if any of you are absent-minded out there, but I can see a lot of posts complaining about people who lose half their controller or you know, forgot it at the airport or something like that. So that's also something that is something you need to consider uh, when you're debating if you want to buy it or not, is how trustworthy are you with these parts and pieces that are going to be sliding in and out all the time. So, uh, you know, will they have replacements for sale at the realtor, you know, online, whatever the case may be. Um, it's something that I hope that they have on their radar that, oh yeah, this is a possibility that can happen. We need to make sure that we are ready to offer our consumers a fix should they be absent-minded and forget part of their you know, controllers. All of this basically boils down to is the cost, the bottom line. How much money am I expected to pay for this brand new console? On a whole, it doesn't do anything graphically speaking that requires a lot of extra power you know things like you know harder processors gpus stuff like that so i don't know how expensive that kind of thing will make the screen itself doesn't look like it's a touch screen either so it just looks like it's an extra monitor you're just kind of carrying around like a tablet would but without the touch screen capability um you know what kind of a dollar value do you think should be on this new system i'm thinking you know Anything more than 300 is a lot to ask for for this console. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that they keep the price point down. Nintendo has always had a great history of being cheaper than any of the other current generation consoles out there. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how much they are asking to write up for that. Uh, that pretty much runs down my whole list of all the questions that I have based on the console. Uh, but, you know, we want some of your feedback. What do you think about the new uh, Nintendo Switch? Are you going to immediately buy it day one? Have you already pre-ordered it? Um, 
we want to hear that. So there's a few ways you can get in touch with us. First and foremost, you can visit thegamerfeedback.com, which is probably where you got this podcast, uh, at least early on, because it still takes about 24 to 48 hours to post to SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, but we are available on those mediums as well. Just search The Gamer Feedback. Uh, the latest podcasts will be available on iTunes, and we keep a stash of those on SoundCloud as well. Uh, you can tweet us. We're at, at GamerFeedback. G-A-M-E-R-F-E-E-D-B-A-C-K. Uh, we also have a YouTube channel where we'll, we'll be start updating soon with videos and things of that nature, special events. Uh, and then, of course, all else fails, you can also check out all of our streamers on our Twitch channel. Uh, and if you yourself are a streamer and you're interested uh, in uh, being hosted by The Gamer Feedback, again, visit thegamerfeedback.com, send us a contact us note, and we'll be happy to add you on board as a part of our network. So... We're interested to see what you think of the Nintendo Switch. Uh, I'm personally very excited for it, but I'm also, you know, I've been around the block with this before. I've seen new consoles come and go, and everybody who bought a Nintendo Wii U also feels kind of burned because that console didn't do nearly as well as everyone had thought. So it's totally fair to take it with a grain of salt. Nevertheless, I am very excited with Nintendo's new offering. Hopefully it will live up to those expectations. Uh, and as we get more information, we'll do another podcast, I'm sure, about is it worth buying right off on day one, waiting for reviews, things like that. Um, but until then, hopefully you'll be able to catch us. Uh, feel free to view any of our other previous podcasts on our website. Uh, and um, feel free to check out my personal stream if you'd like, Jersey underscore Devil underscore. Uh, and I do posts. Right now we're doing Mass Effect on my uh, personal stream now. Uh, but we'll also be doing uh, the horror game PT for the PlayStation 4 for Halloween as a special event, too. So, for the Gamer Feedback, this is Jersey Devil saying be nice to one another out there, have fun, good manners, and game on.